And welcome to a very exciting episode of Our Golden Twenties. This week, we had the privilege of sitting down and chatting with Diana Morris. And it's a really fabulous conversation. So I'm excited for you all to hear it. And I think that it's really going to inspire you to just live your best life. So Diana Morris is a clarity coach, speaker, and writer committed to helping people make the most of their life. Through her signature Define, Align, Decide framework, Diana works with high-performing individuals and entrepreneurs to help them find the clarity and certainty that they need to feel fulfilled in all areas of their lives, including work, home, and relationships. Did you want to tell us about yourself and how you became a clarity coach and your sort of journey to where you are now? Uh, the origin story? Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I went to, I kind of have this, a similar story that most people our age would have of you go to school, you get the degree, you get the job, you do the thing and you just hope it works out. Um, more mm -hmm. specifically, I <laughs> Did my master's in higher education administration, which is a lot of syllables to say that I used to work in colleges and universities with college students all day. My most recent position in that field was in student conduct. So I was the you know person you go to if you violated university policy and we got to talk about decision making and community membership and all of that jazz. And as I was going through that work in higher ed and education, um, I was learning about, you know, student development theory. What does it look like as you're an emerging adult? How do you start making decisions about who you are, what you value, how you want to show up in the world? So that's kind of the, the professional lens of things. And then on the side, as I was going through that process, I was building out my own business of coaching and consulting, helping individuals outside of the college environment figure out mm -hmm. what is it that you want to be doing with your life, right? Now that you have this degree, now that you have this job or this relationship, does it actually fit with the version of your life that you thought you would be living at this point or the version of your life that you think you should be living because of whoever said one thing one time that you've mm -hmm. right. started to cling to. So that's kind of the, the spark notes, but even you know underneath that, for me, the realization of what do I actually want for myself versus what do I think I should want for myself really came after my first real world job. So after graduating with my master's, my fancy degree, got my first job <laughs> in the industry, was really excited about it. And then ended up being laid off. And it was one of those mm -hmm. moments of like, I knew something was up, right? Like your, your mm -hmm, intuition, yeah. your gut kind of tells you there's something going on here that just doesn't fit. For me specifically, it was realizing that even though I knew what the job would require based on the job description and what I read, living it did not feel good, mm -hmm. right? I thought I wanted right, this yeah. thing and then I got the thing and I was like, ooh, no, thank you. But Wait I stuck with it because yeah. in my mind, I just spent all this time, money on this thing, right? I told everyone, mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to be doing. I said, this is what I want to do. I made this commitment. All these people need me. So if I leave, what does that mean? And then they mm -hmm. made the decision for me, which in the moment sucked. 
a lot. (laughs) But in hindsight, it's like, okay, this is what needed to happen. So taking that experience of, again, knowing deep down inside, but not trusting and listening, how can I help other people start recognizing that for themselves? And then also Mm -hmm. starting to trust themselves when it's like, all right, you feel the twinge, you have the second thought, you do the little squinting because you're like, am I seeing this correctly? What do you do with that? How do you navigate it? Yeah, I love that so much. And I love how your journey started by working with students. Our listeners are, you know, just going into post-secondary school or graduating. And that's really when the real world starts for a lot of us, you know, and it becomes a lot of, yes, you're learning through your classes in school, but you're learning so much about yourself because it's probably the first time you're living on your own. It's Mm -hmm. probably the first time, you know, you're doing a lot of things and, figuring out who you are outside of who you've been all through Mm -hmm. high school or, you know, Mm -hmm. your childhood kind of thing. So it really is the beginning like point, I think for a lot of people and figuring out what do I want my life to be? Who am I really kind of thing? And I just love how that's how, you know, your journey started as well. Mm -hmm. So I know in researching and everything, what you do, you have a signature framework that you like to call define, align, and decide. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of the framework you take in helping your clients. So could you walk us through what that looks like and what exactly that, how that framework comes to light? Absolutely. So when I talk about define, it's really defining for yourself what it is you want, right? So often, Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen The Notebook, classic movie yes yes. so you know the moment when Noah's like what do you want and Ali's like Mm -hmm. I don't know and they go back and forth about this thing over and over again and what I've seen in my own life with the folks I work with with friends family associates is it's so hard to truly answer that question right sometimes you get Mm -hmm. into the default of like what we've always said we wanted or what we expect Mm -hmm. other people to think we should want that we just kind of rattle things off. But in the still of the night, when it's just us by ourselves, we're looking around like, I don't, I don't know, or I don't Mm -hmm. like this thing. So that's why I always want to help people start by defining for yourself, what is it that you want? And that can be as large as, you know, for your life in general, and it can be as more immediate as what do you want from this decision? If you're texting this person, what do you want from that text, right? What type of response are you hoping for? If you're applying for this job, what do you want that experience to look like? So when you're able to define that, when you're able to give voice to that, when you're able to put that into concrete terms, because it's not enough to say, I want to be happy or I want to be successful. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Define your happy, define your success. For me, success on, you know, this morning, Sunday that we're recording was I woke up late. I stared at the ceiling. Then I (laughs) went to make breakfast and now I'm recording this podcast, right? So that definition is going to look different for someone else's Sunday morning. So you have that definition, you define it for yourself. Then we move into the alignment piece. And this really speaks to how we are making decisions, which we'll get to, but also how are we looking at what came before? A lot of times we talk about like the next step, make it your best one and like do the right thing or just start. And it's easy to future forecast things of like, here's what I know I should be doing. I could be doing, I would be doing, but also let's align what's come before. 
because sometimes folks want to ignore the failures or they want to ignore the hard moments or they want to downplay what went really well. And that just takes mm -hmm. away from all the evidence that you could have been collecting. So let's align it towards that definition. Here's how you know what happiness looks like because here's when you weren't happy before or here's where you were happy before. Right. Now that you know what happiness looks like, what do you need to do tomorrow, today, the day after to make sure that you're in that alignment, you're moving forward as needed? And then the decision, the decide piece comes from now that you know your options, now that you know all the things you could do, what do you want to do, right? It's not enough mm -hmm. to just yeah. think about it. It's not enough to talk about it. It's not enough to put it on a vision board. You got to do something. It doesn't need to yeah. be the big thing, but you at least need to take a step forward so what is the decision that you're going to make so that you can start moving towards what it is you say you want and the person you say you want to be? Right. Okay. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I I wonder if you could give some almost like tips or tricks specifically around the define part of that, because <laughs> at least for me, I found like even now that I'm in my late 20s, I feel like I'm stalled in the define part of things, or it's almost like it's a positive because there are so many sort of great paths I can see myself going down, mm -hmm. but then it's like I'm frozen because there are so many options. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And one of, there are two main things that I always talk with people about when it comes to that specific thing of like, I have so many choices. It's like when you go to a restaurant and there's too many things yes. on the menu and it's like, yeah. I, can you come back? I, I, still don't yeah. <laughs> I need another 10 minutes. And yeah. the first thing is realizing that whatever you do, right? Whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever you think, whatever you try, it just needs to be right for now. A lot mm -hmm. of times we, we get so concerned that like, I have to make the right decision. If I don't yes. do this thing yeah. correctly, then I've lost every opportunity coming up. And yes, mm -hmm. right. There are certain times where there are some decisions that you can't take back or you can't undo some things mm -hmm. that just will be, and you still get to make another one after that, right? It's not the end of the road until it's the end of the road. So yeah. allowing yourself to say, okay, this just needs to be right for now. If I say I want this job, I just need to want this job for now. I can do the job and then I can change my mind or I can stick with it. Mm -hmm. If I want to be with this person, I just need to be with them for now. And I'll see how long that goes, how far it takes me. So when confronted with so many options, giving yourself the chance to just do whatever you need to do for now. The second part of that is also thinking through, you know, when we talk about defining, we all carry stories with us about what we think is required, optional, and possible for our lives, right? Mm -hmm. I think that the only way success in work or like my career success, it means I need to stick with this job until I retire. I think right. that the only way I could be a fulfilled woman is to be married with two kids and a dog. I think mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, and we chase this version of the thing that we want because we think we're required to do things to have it be a certain way. So taking it back and kind of simplifying that, ask yourself of these things that you believe, of these definitions that you carry, are they yours or are they someone else's? Are they mm -hmm. required or is it just an option or is it just a possibility? When I look around me and I see what everyone else is doing, 
do I want that for myself? Or is it just nice to know that I could if I wanted to, or I I want nothing (laughs) to do with it? So really taking a moment to pause and interrogate, what, why are you doing the things you're doing? Because that's Mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Like, it doesn't matter what they say, because they're not going to be the ones with you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. They're going to be with you always. So what do you need to do to be right with yourself when it's all said and done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like that takes a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of self-awareness, a lot of like spending time with yourself to really be able to block out that noise. And especially in the world of social media where, you know, there's girls living their day in the life and all of a sudden you're like, well, I want that life too. You know, all of a sudden now I'm chasing what she's defined as her success, you know, and it's like, well, I want that too. And then you start chasing it and it's like, wait, this doesn't feel fulfilling or this isn't actually what I want. It just looks, you know, it looked appealing, but it isn't Mm -hmm. aligned to like what I actually want. So I think it is, you make it sound so easy and you make Mm -hmm. it sound so, you know, (laughs) really inspiring, but it's like, it is also a lot of work, you know, to Mm -hmm. get there. So I think though you did give us some great tips and I think we're big journalers. So I'm like, as soon as you were talking, I was like, I'm using this as a journal prompt tonight. Like yeah. <laughs> a little before bad journal prompt. Yeah. yeah. To see. I love a good yeah. reflection because, and you bring up such a good point and I, and I really appreciate you saying it. It sounds so easy. And mm-hmm. to do that, I say, what is the alternative? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot harder to be upset with yourself and disappointed totally. in yourself and feel like you're yeah. betraying yeah. yourself when you keep doing the things that you know no longer work. So yes, it's hard, but the alternative is to what? Pretend for the rest of your life? Like you could do that. There are many people who walk around pretending. I Mm -hmm. choose not to be one of them. So it's really about that decision to choose what is hard because you know what's on the other side of it. And it's not like a one and done thing. The number of times I've changed my mind this month alone and there's only 16 days as of us recording today. <laughs> like I thought I knew and then I get more information so that's where the right for now comes in that's where yeah. the permission to change your mind and pivot and trust yourself enough to know that hey I can see this person's day in the life and I can be happy that that exists for them and I can also say you know what if that's giving me some type of joy or excitement or that looks appealing to me, what can I do in my own world to do that? Because I'm not going to be working for any tech company anytime soon. I can tell you that much. But I would like a little view that's cute. I would like a little catered lunch. Who wouldn't? So how do you start bringing (laughs) those things in, in little pieces as well as the big ones? So yes, journal away. I'm always here for a journaling session. Yeah. And I think too, it's so liberating. I'm one of those people that fears making the wrong or making a mistake or making Mm -hmm. the wrong move. So I love the idea of you don't need to decide for the rest of your life. You know, this one decision, you don't need to be tied to it for the rest of your life. It's just a for now Mm -hmm. decision. And then as you get more information, you experience it, you actually see what this decision is all about. You can, you know, reevaluate down the line, like taking that pressure off is so liberating and like something I need to hear all the time because Mm -hmm. I just get so in my head about no it's either this or this Mm -hmm. and that's it you know Mm -hmm. so yeah I think kind of okay so we just talked about the defined piece and I think the next part so say I do go home tonight and I journal out exactly what my (laughs) ideal life looks like you know Mm -hmm. 
and I'm feeling ready to take action. I'm feeling ready to decide, you know, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. How do I go about chasing it? And I think you really brought up a great point of it might be a big goal, but there might be smaller pieces to get there Mm -hmm. or you don't need to jump all, you know, all in all at once. Mm -hmm. So what would be your advice to the people who know what they want and are ready to go after what they want? Yes, I would start collecting information, right? Because a lot of times our inability to move forward or our inability to act is because something is missing, right? There's a knowledge Mm -hmm. gap between the note, like the actual thing and like, how do I even start doing it, right? So maybe it's Mm -hmm, looking at people and saying, okay, how did they get to that point? What were their steps that they took? Maybe it's utilizing Google University or YouTube University, just collecting Mm -hmm. information. Maybe it's talking with someone, maybe it's hiring someone. Maybe it's holding yourself accountable and being like, I said I wanted this, but I also said that January 1st and I haven't done anything yet. So what is it about me, my habits, my behaviors, my daily actions that I need to change, adjust, adapt accordingly, but really starting down and like breaking it into small pieces. For example, if you want to run a marathon, very few of us can like hop up off the couch and run a marathon. Some of mm-hmm. us will need to actually buy sneakers. Some of us yeah. might need to drink a <laughs> glass of water. Some of us might need to stretch. Mm-hmm. So figuring out mm-hmm. what do you need to do with the things you already have, the things you've already done, the people in your corner to help you move forward and allow small steps to count as steps and not think that it needs to be a gigantic leap because that's when it gets overwhelming. So it sounds like real mm. hoorah rah, like, you know, fortune cookie wisdom, but it's simply listing out what is it that I need to do to make this thing a reality and then start checking mm-hmm. things off the list. Find out what you need to find out, talk to who you need to talk to, hire who you need to hire, buy what you need to buy, think what you need to think and just start moving incrementally. And that's when you're going to start getting from where you are to where you're actually trying to go. Like movement, do the thing, do something. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I did want to talk kind of related to that about self-sabotaging and sort of like getting in your own way, because I feel like this is sometimes even when it's like, I know what I want to do. I know how to do it. And then I stall out. Like, I would love if you could talk about some like common ways that people sort of get in their own way and how to even like identify if you are self-sabotaging or if it's something else going wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I mean, right in the heart with that one because that's usually <laughs> the case, right? It's like, yeah. for example, I know I'm of a certain age at this point, you know, I'm getting up there <laughs> and I feel it in my muscles. And every day I say to myself, Diana, you need to stretch. And then I'm like, no. And then I feel it (laughs) in my muscle. It's one of those things like, I know what to do to make this go away. And yet there's something in me that I just don't, I don't want to spend the time on it. I don't prioritize Mm -hmm. it. I don't care about it enough. So what I ended up doing is I reached out to a college roommate who is a yoga yoga instructor, instructor. And I hired her and I said, look, girl, I need you to tell Mm -hmm. me what to do. We will meet bi-weekly, right? So that's a real life example. So there's a couple of things in that. What I love to do and what I encourage folks to do is whenever you're saying, I can't blank, 
for me, it's, mm-hmm. I can't find time to stretch. Replace mm-hmm. the can't with won't. I won't find time to stretch. And then answer, right. why won't I do this thing? Mm-hmm. I can't quit my job. I won't quit my job. Why won't you quit your job? And start looking at the facts. Sometimes yeah. there are real life things that prevent mm-hmm. you from taking certain steps and doing certain things, right? Very few of us mm-hmm. can just like, you know, send off a quick email and be like, peace out, mail my yeah. check to this address, <laughs> right? Like, as lovely yeah. as that would be. And yet, right, it doesn't need to end there. If you can't immediately or you won't immediately do something, what are the things you can do in yeah. the interim? So the first thing is replace can't with won't and start mm-hmm. interrogating what that looks like. Another part of self-sabotage that I often see come up is when folks over, they like shoot too high as a way to prove themselves right of like, oh, see, I tried to apply for this job and I didn't get it. I knew I wouldn't get it. Well, you weren't qualified. Let's be real. You don't even like that job. So why are you creating evidence to prove the deep, insecurities or fears or anxieties Mm -hmm. that you have, and then using that as an example of why you can never do anything similar or anything ever again. So creating and confirming those negative thoughts and stories to yourself is a subtle way that sometimes we self-sabotage and prevent possibilities in the future. And Mm -hmm. then another thing with self-sabotage is sometimes when we look for support from other people, you might be looking for support from the wrong people, right? Because mm-hmm. not your vision for yourself, your goals for yourself, it's not a conference call, right? It's mm-hmm. not something where everyone yeah. gathered around and we all need to agree to it. Of course, it's helpful to have those external opinions and supports and people, you know, cheering you on, but learning the difference of, I trust myself enough to know that this is what I want versus I need someone else to approve it and okay it before I allow myself to even consider that it's possible. So those parts of self-sabotage are like the main ones outside of the obvious ones that (laughs) you can all imagine. Yeah, I love that. Well, I do feel like, especially in your late teens and early 20s, like having that, like your goals are a conference call is so common because it's like you are looking for reassurance that you're making the right choice. Mm -hmm. But then it is, like you said, almost the more people you ask about it, the more uncertain you are, or it's that you're then making choices based off of others Mm -hmm. sort of like perceptions. And then if you fail, then you're like, yep, there was the proof that, you know, I could never run a business because I failed my business that I started because my mom thought I'd be good at it. You know, like it's just, and then that leaks into like all other areas of your life, which is frustrating. But at least I think being aware of it, like you bringing up these points, hopefully like some people listening are having like aha moments. Yeah. And I also, you know, I can't believe I almost forgot this one. The, the, one of the biggest forms of self-sabotage is just being mean to yourself. Like you cannot bully yourself into change. You cannot degrade yourself into any form of sustainable 
movement or progression or pivot. It's just not yeah. a thing. And there's mm-hmm. the world is filled with people who are going to be mean, right? The world, I mean, look at any comment yeah. section. The world is going to be filled with people who have something negative to say. So what would it look mm-hmm. like to view those moments of, you know what? Now I realize that I was actually living this out for my mom, or I was listening to this, yeah. or I was doing that. How can you really look at it with some compassionate curiosity, right? And be kind to yourself as you're trying to figure out, okay, now that I know better, right? What was mm-hmm. missing before? What was happening before? This is some of the, some of the things that I would talk with my former students about, right? Like if you can imagine coming to what is essentially the principal's office in college to talk about, you know, a policy violation, they made some bad choices. They made some bad Mm -hmm. decisions. So how do you remove the choice from who you are as a person? Just because you Mm -hmm. made a mistake doesn't mean that you are a mistake. Just because you may have failed doesn't mean you're a failure. So how can you hold Mm -hmm. yourself with kindness? Because again, you are where you are whenever you're there. Yeah. yeah. You are going to be with that. yourself for a very long time. So do you want to mm-hmm. be with someone who is actually heinous? Do you want to be with someone yeah. <laughs> who treats you cruelly? And it's yeah. very easy to just be down on ourselves. Like, I should have done this. Oh, I knew better. Why did I da 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 da? And again, you yeah. can't be, you can't be cruel and expect any sustainable movement forward. Yeah. I honestly think that's kind of something I feel like I figured out early in my 20s, like after graduating was the self-talk piece. And now Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm my internal dialogue is always that inner cheerleader. And I don't know how that happened. I don't know when it happened, Mm -hmm. but it was just like adopting affirmations of you got this, like Mm -hmm. just traveling on my own. Actually, I think that's when it happened Mm -hmm. my first trip by myself Mm -hmm. I just kept saying in my head you got this you got this I was so nervous I was somewhere all by myself you know a place I'd never been Mm -hmm. and I was just like you got this and that's what kind of kept one foot in front of the other and then that was right when I graduated so Mm -hmm. it was also like okay well now I'm applying for a job you know I don't know if I got this but I'm just gonna tell myself (laughs) that I do you know and then you say it enough to yourself something as simple as I got this Mm -hmm. you start to believe it you know and I think it's again it's sounds so easy but it takes mm-hmm. you know years of like yeah. repeating that to yourself or you know years of retraining your brain on mm-hmm. how to talk to yourself and mm-hmm. having again that self-awareness of well how do I currently talk to myself yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. yeah. you know because I don't know it's something that you really need to think about and like mm-hmm. focus on to like mm-hmm. realize and then you need to make like a big effort to change that you know Absolutely. so yeah, yeah, I think that is a big, a big self-sabotage thing. For me, I also think it's perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping you'd bring that up because I personally need help with that. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's kind of like, I, again, it's going back to, I don't give myself room to make mistakes. Like I fear making mistakes, but it's also yeah. sometimes that's what holds me back. And you know, some of my friends I can think of too, where it's like, well, if I know I'm not going to land that job, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to apply. You know, if Mm -hmm. I know I'm not going to show up perfectly on this date and be the best version of myself and impress this person, I'm not even going to go on the date. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that can be another form of self-sabotage that 
you're just standing in your own way. So <laughs> any tips for us perfectionists out there and getting out of our own ways? <laughs> Gather around, everyone listen in. <laughs> Call it all perfection. And yeah. those are such good examples because the immediate thing that comes to mind is that's the form of self-rejection. You are telling mm-hmm. yourself no before someone else can. And while it can be framed as, you know, I want to put my best work out there. I want to put my best foot forward. I just want it to be the best it can be. Not putting it out there means it doesn't exist, right? Like at least just put a messy version out, right? So as writers, there's always, you know, do the messy draft, just type it out. Don't even do spell check, just get something because you can't edit what doesn't exist, right? You can't learn from experiences you've never had. And it sounds so easy. So (laughs) with that, perfectionism is a futile mission because there's literally no such thing as perfect. Mm -hmm. My iPhone is slow as hell. My iPhone's (laughs) battery is always drained. I feel like we need a new update every three months. That didn't stop them from getting out there and putting something in his hand. And I'm still able to use the phone and get things done, right? So what can you just do? What can you say? What can you try to at least move closer versus not putting anything out there? Because there is no such thing as perfect. And Mm -hmm. that would also be very boring, right? Imagine if everything was excellent and great the first time. Yeah. That's like Pleasantville. That's one of those yeah. like Stepford Wives type situations <laughs> yeah. where it's like, yeah. oh, this doesn't even feel good. It's not fun. Where's the plot twist? So yeah. recognizing it for what it is, right? I think it's great that you can even label it and say, you know what? I can see myself do these things and here's what that's tied to because then you have a choice. You can either keep mm-hmm. doing that knowing what it is or you can say, I see that, I understand that. And I'm still going to try anyway. I'm still going to put something out. I'm still going to apply. I'm still going to date. I'm still going to have conversations because that's where the decision comes in to either stay exactly where you are or to move in a different direction and, you know, live what you actually say you want to be living. Yeah. I love that. I love you can't edit what doesn't exist. Like, yeah, I love that. That will be in my mind forever (laughs) because I think that's exactly it. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that's just the motivation you need to take those small steps towards whatever bigger goal you're working towards. So Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. I, something that's kind of been brought up a couple times is how like a lot of these ideas are simple, Mm -hmm. but you have to be sort of like consistent and do the hard work up front. So do you have any advice on how to stay like committed and motivated to do the work to like start to live your ideal life? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, the, the word choices here are very intentional because it is simple. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. And yeah. so often we think that, oh, this is hard. This must mean something is going wrong or this isn't yeah, working right. out immediately. This must mean that it's not right. And that doesn't make sense, right? Like Mm -hmm. as a metaphor, as an analogy, when you go to the gym, if you're not lifting a heavy weight, if you're not struggling on the last few reps, you're not actually putting in the work needed to improve your health, improve your muscle structure, whatever the case is. And I think it was Teddy Roosevelt, one of, you know, past presidents here in the U.S., 
said something along the lines of nothing worth having comes easy. Mm-hmm. And I fundamentally disagree with that. Even after I'm saying what I just said, right? <laughs> fundamentally like, disagree okay, this with is that. a plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that assumes that everything needs to be a struggle. Everything needs right. to be difficult. Yeah. Everything needs to be painful. And right. yes, some things will be, right? That's how, again, you build muscle, you're, you limp around the next day because you're sore. But there's yeah. also a place where you have to choose your hard. You have to choose your easy. Going back to mm-hmm. what we talked about earlier, like it's easy to just keep on keeping on, right? To not, yeah. to not rock the boat, to keep things simple, to not broach the frustration, to not have the mm-hmm. difficult conversation. But after that moment, when it's just you by yourself, you're going to be replaying it in your mind. You're going to be questioning yeah. what you did or didn't do. That's hard, right? So which <laughs> which version of it are you looking for? And really thinking through, okay, when it comes to motivation, I don't care about your motivation, right? When it's raining in the morning, I'm not motivated to get up. But <laughs> I know that in order to do my work, go to the gym, these are things I've said I've wanted. I'm dedicated to those things. My motivation is going to ebb and flow depending on my mood, the day, what's going on in the world, what's going on with my family. But am I committed to doing what I said I will do? Am I committed and dedicated to the definition of success and happiness that I've formed for myself? So Mm -hmm. holding on to why are you doing the things you're doing and also challenging yourself to be honest about that why are you just doing it because it's easy because you should or is it actually what you want for yourself in this moment and it's simple it's not always easy but it's always worth it always worth Mm -hmm. the end yeah I love that and I think motivation like we have in the past had episodes, you know, where we're talking about like, if it's habits, if it's, you know, healthy eating, working out, like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and any form of like, self-awareness, self-care, all the time, people ask us, how do you stay motivated? Even with this podcast, how do you guys stay motivated to show up every week? How do you, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think you bring up a great point is you just need to show up regardless if you're motivated or not, you know, because that motivation is going to fluctuate. And I think that's something else I I feel from social media is like seeing people continue to show up. I just assume they're motivated every day to do that Mm -hmm. where it's like, well, no, that's not realistic, you know, Mm -hmm. and tying it into your why. I feel like that's a concept we've heard about. I we talk about this all the time at work, you know, like we're working on this project. This is the goal. This is the outcome we're going for. Like, it's very clear what the why is and why you're working on this or whatever. But in our personal lives, like, I don't know if I'm ever asking myself, like, why, why, you know, why do I have to keep going? Like, why do I have to do this? Or what outcome do I want? And like, what is that going to make me feel? Mm -hmm. So I think that's also a really great way to show up for yourself when that motivation is fluctuating Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you got to dig deep for it but it's always there Mm -hmm. and it'll definitely yeah pull you through I guess is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say yeah for sure was there anything else that we haven't covered yet that you wanted to make sure you got in here or no I think we've I mean we've done the whole expansive gambit about like who you are, why you are, all of those things. And I I really think 
you know, to, to wrap it up nicely and put a bow on it is giving yourself a chance to answer those questions and giving yourself a chance to answer those questions, honestly, for you, especially Mm -hmm. at this point in your life, where I know a lot of your listeners, like you talked about, are graduating or early career and trying to figure out like, what am I supposed to do now that it's just me now that I am the one Mm -hmm. responsible for the decisions I'm making. I'm the one responsible for the consequences. That is one of the biggest reasons why people opt out and they stick with what they've always done is because now you can't blame anyone else. When you make a choice and you don't like what's on the other side of it, it's literally your choice. No one forced you, no one made you. So it's so much easier to like, kind of just be there and see what happens and go with the flow. And of course that works, right? There are certain things, certain cliches in life that work for a reason or work for some people, but that doesn't mean that it needs to work for you or that you need to just keep going if you realize Mm -hmm. that you want something different or you want to try something different. Just give yourself a chance. Like no one's been here before. Like we're all doing Mm -hmm. this thing for the first time every time. So just allow yourself (laughs) to figure it out and just be surprised by what you discover along the way. I love that. I'm feeling so inspired and empowered right now. Like (laughs) I'm like, this was, I think this pep talk like hit me right when I needed it, you know, where I'm just kind of in this slump of like, I know who I am. Like, I feel really proud of, you know, how I've gotten to where I've got, but I'm just needing a little boost to like, okay, well, you know, what's next or like what, I don't know, just something to motivate me again, even though we just talked about motivation. Yeah. A lot recently has been like, I could make this choice because Mm -hmm. that would look good and that would be like, this is me achieving great things. Mm -hmm. Or I could make the choice to continue what I'm doing because like, why fix it if it's not broken? This is easy. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, yeah, it's like when you're in those Mm -hmm. moments, you have to do this like breakdown of like, okay, well, why are, why is this choice important? And if you're just doing this because it's easy, is that the right reason? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like this will really resonate. I hope. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. It's resonating with me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, can you tell our listeners what it looks like to work with you and just where they can find you, your website, social media, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, in case it is resonating with them and they want to <laughs> learn more? Absolutely. So I have a couple of ways that folks can work with me. I work with folks one-on-one. So you come to me and you're like, here's where I am. Here's what's going on. I need some type of help, whether it be mm-hmm. with, you know, goal setting or just an overview of your overall life and existence and what to do next. Um, so I have those opportunities listed on my website, which I'll say in just a bit. And then for some folks, it's not even like a one-on-one conversation. It's just, I just need to figure out where to start. I just need to figure out yeah. what I even want for my life, what I want this thing to look like now that I'm done with school, now that I'm in the job, I have the person what, what is the point of it all? Um, so I have an Mm -hmm. online masterclass that's about 40 or so minutes where I walk you through all these different activities and strategies to answer that question for yourself. It's called life by design. And the point of that is, you know, so many of us are living by default of here's what I've done. Here's what my parents did. Here's what my friends are doing. Here's what social media is telling me. So I'm just going to opt into that versus stepping into the wild possibility 
Like, I feel like such like a woo-woo, like, you know, like flower <laughs> child when I say that. But <laughs> what a gift that we get to yeah. live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we got, I, I woke up today. I get to do things. And then yeah. hopefully tomorrow I get to do it again. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. So what do you mm-hmm. do with that, right? Great power comes great right. responsibility. What does that look like? So that course helps you figure out what to do with this wild, precious life you've got. Um, and all of that information is available on my website. So dianaramorris.com. And those uh, that's my social media handle on Instagram and TikTok, Diana R.A. Morris. Awesome. And we'll link that in the show notes as well. So if you guys listening, do you want to just click through we'll have it in the everything linked in the show notes awesome great well i think that was everything so thank you for being such a uh a great guest like we said i feel like our listeners will really resonate and it's hard to talk about like things generally Mm -hmm. which I feel like you did really well. Like I feel like we find it easier to dive into the specifics of like, I don't like my job. What should I do? But like you perfectly encapsulated like big questions Mm -hmm. in general. So thank you for that. Yeah. So welcome. You're so welcome. Cause all of this is tied in, right? Like this, like this pursuit and this, Mm -hmm. Uh, journey for lack of a cliche is Mm -hmm. really going to translate in your work, in your personal life, in your finances, in your health. And I talk about that in the course as well, because that's all of us. There is no separation of who you are at work with who you are with your friends and who you are with your family, because you feel when one is out of sync and that impacts how you show up overall. So I'm glad. And I hope that folks are able to take this and again, apply it wherever they want for as long as they want, because it's an evergreen conversation Mm -hmm. and an evergreen approach. We want to thank Diana again for being on today's podcast episode. We so enjoyed our conversation with her. We're leaving this conversation feeling so empowered and inspired. A few journal prompts to write about tonight, but we also want to thank you guys for listening. We hope you also are feeling inspired and empowered to live your best life. You can find Diana on Instagram, TikTok, and also on her website, which again, will all be linked in the show notes. And you can also find us on social media. We're at our golden twenties, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook. We're on everything. We're also linked in the show notes. (laughs) So go check us out on social media. And that is everything. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye.